Welcome to This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong and Powerful David Cicerelli. David, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Thanks for having me, George. Oh, excited to have you on. Let's go. David is the co-founder and CEO of Voices.com. It's the world's number one voice marketplace helping brands find professionals online to bring their projects to life. David, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Sure. We're first and foremost, um, you know, great to be here and have the opportunity to tell the story. Um, I'm uh, uh, growing up. I loved sound and music um, and I came time from graduating after high school, decided to go to an audio engineering program uh, where I learned how to record and edit and mix music and uh, sound of all kinds. I actually opened up a small recording studio of my own. And that's how, actually how I met Stephanie, my dear wife. Uh, she was a classically trained singer. She was looking to record her singing repertoire. I actually learned about my studio in the local newspaper. And so she came in and we ended up uh, hitting it off. But because of that same newspaper article, there was an, another couple of small businesses in town that wanted a female voice for some phone system recordings and some radio commercials. And since I only knew her, I said, hey, Stephanie, do you think you've got a great singing voice? Would you consider doing some voiceovers? So I was the engineer and she was the voice talent. And from there, we built a small website that uh, started attracting other freelancers who were voice actors and also those future producers, creative producers who were looking to record videos, again, commercials. Anytime you hear the human voice, uh, then someone's going into a studio. So we really were the f one of the first kind of freelance marketplaces of its kind. Um, and since then, um, you know, really the, the industry is taken uh, several leaps and bounds, but uh, that basic idea of us being the connector between that voice selling talent and that voice buying client um, has helped us work with clients from uh, Shopify to Microsoft, um, every kind of television network and, and uh, tech company that's out there. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we're based in Canada, have uh, 110 employees and 4 million registered users from 160 countries around the world. So it's been uh, quite the wild ride since uh, the founding days. Incredible. So you made it sound so easy that I became an audio engineer, opened up a studio, <laughs> you know, yeah. but that is, uh, it's one thing to, to go to university and get a degree and then quite another to become an entrepreneur or was that easy? Uh, well, I think we uh, learn things the hard way, um, as most of us do by doing them. Um, you have an idea, you try it out, you you pivot where need be. Um, we tried a lot of things that that didn't work, um, but probably one of the best things was actually listening to customers, and um, and and by meaning that, uh, what I mean by that is uh, we actually put a toll free phone number. Um, on our website at the top of every page, and this was in a day and age where most website owners kind of didn't really want to be contacted. And so we made that uh, exceedingly accessible where day and night, this phone would ring in our, uh, again, the founding days, this kind of little corner of our, uh, of our home office. And we would just answer the phone. Thank you for calling voices. You've reached David. How can I help you? And I'd ask questions like, Oh, what brought you to the website today? What are you looking to accomplish? What, you know, do you know what word you typed in to get here? Who did you hear about us from? It was in effect kind of grassroots market research that it was doing. And so that was something that has continued to persist in our culture from those early days is kind of having an ear to the ground um, and uh, directly with our customers. It takes a bit of a different format nowadays, uh, whether it's surveys, roundtable discussions, sometimes we host dinners and, and go into cities, but 
being as close as you can to the customers, I think has been, um, and, and building what they want has been one of the keys. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, it's not always polite to, to ask, you know, how old people are and I'm not interested in that. What, what, what year did this website go up with, 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 with the phone number on top? Sure. That was 2004, 2005. So we incorporated in 2005. Um, You know, I think that was uh, pretty early on kind of predates a lot of the social networking apps that we have nowadays. Um, Google AdWords, uh, Google ads uh, now called Google ads was just getting started. It's learning about search engine optimization, you know, kind of digital PR, a lot of the things that were like, and it's nascent of like, how do you actually get people to come to your website? Uh, and we tried a lot of things that failed, including sending jumbo size postcards, like physical postcards in the mail to advertising agencies in New York and Los Angeles. And we sent out 15,000 postcards and got two responses. So there's lots of things that didn't work. And then a few that that did. And again, I I learned about audio files in probably 2015 or 16 when I started podcasting. Mm-hmm. How were you sharing audio in 2004 or 5? Yeah, it was really just MP3s that were uploaded to our our website. Um, you know, you couldn't really I mean, you're just downloading the file. The that was actually one of the first things that we hired a web developer to help us create was a means for the voice actors or voice talent, we use that term interchangeably, um, the talent to be able to create a profile, upload samples of their voice. So they were working from home studios. You know, uh, Apple came out with GarageBand. Uh, there's a the industry standard application is called Pro Tools. So there was digital audio recording software out there um, and people would record from home and then upload these samples of uh, in terms of a voice demo. And then clients could also request uh, an audition where they would listen to multiple talent kind of compete, if you will, for the job. And then uh, when they find someone they like, they could actually hire them through the website. And then those finished audio files, that kind of broadcast quality um, of the full script, that would also be uploaded um, to the website. So it really served as a delivery mechanism as well, too, because the you know five, I would say even five years prior to that, people were burning things on CDs and shipping CDs by courier right Mm. across the country. So um, that in and of itself, the distribution of audio was uh, a a step change in the industry. Yeah. Fascinating. And now fast forward almost 20 years, 4 million users across 160 countries. That sounds like a, a great thing, but that also sounds like there's a lot of moving parts and maybe even challenges with so many people. Well, one thing we actually actually had to learn, and I think uh, Stephanie and I, not being um, you know originally kind of schooled in business, Stephanie is uh, more artistic um, and creative. Uh, certainly, the marketer, the brand uh, leader, and then myself, um, you know, I'd say more on like the product development. It was we needed to fill in the gaps on our leadership team, and so something that we chose to do uh, was you know we were bootstrapped for many many years, kind of. Uh, funding the company from uh, either, you know, cash from sales like our customers or from bank loans that we uh, had taken and kind of paid off and then gotten a bigger loan. 
But it came to the point where we were able to uh, seek a what would be referred to as a Series A, you know, uh, capital investment, um, and we landed um, eighteen million dollars with Morgan Stanley, um, their private equity group out of San Francisco. And so, one of the first things that Morgan Stanley also recognized that hey, we've got two passionate founders here. We we need to build out the leadership team, and so we hired a great CFO. Chief operating officer, strong kind of product leader, technology leader, human resources, and uh, and sales as well too. So we kind of filled in those gaps, and um, I think the whole company uh, became a lot stronger because you know they're they're bringing their uh, you know their own uh, experience and best practices of what they've learned in the past. So it, it's uh, it's certainly challenging um, uh, being able to uh, create the systems to serve customers from around the world, but uh, something that um, encourages us to get up in the morning and, and keep doing more of it the next day. Yeah, well, I totally get that. All right. So um, I'll just be crude. You are a matchmaker between the voice mm-hmm. talent and then and then the, you used the term earlier, voice buying, yes. voice, the, 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 the buyers. Yes. And so you have these wonderful 4 million people with these wonderfully distinct voices and all these brands and organizations that want what what are what are some of the services that that that, that people are coming to the site for the most 60% of all of the requests would be some type of online video so you can think of it as uh, either an um, you know instagram reel it could be a youtube video like an explainer video explaining products and services um, it could be kind of e-learning content either for employees or as well for customers. I think in terms of like a customer success, we're going to teach you how to use our software or our, um, our, our, our products and offerings. Um, but so that online videos is definitely the most uh, popular, but we also see things like, you know, it's, um, you know, advertisements for radio and television commercials uh, still prominent, but more recently would be, uh, voices in kind of other apps or games. So kind of more of an entertainment purposes. Um, but those are the main use cases. In fact, on the homepage of voices.com, you can see kind of a ribbon of, uh, of navigation, all the different categories or genres, if you will, of voiceover work. And so that helps uh, someone who's maybe thinking about, oh, I've got a project in my mind. I want to hear people that um, have done similar projects. Um, gives you a bit of a visual to be able to uh, navigate and hear uh, hear people that have done that kind of work in the past. Got it. Nice. And the business model is that you receive a portion of each deal? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So classic uh, marketplace. Um, we originally started as a subscription business for the voice talent. So um, kind of a freemium model there where anyone can sign up for free, um, which of course the vast majority of those 4 million uh, talent are uh, signed up for free, or, or you can upgrade to a premium subscription for $500 a year. And that really unlocks additional features and benefits, most notably gaining access um, to respond to all of those job postings that are on uh, the voices.com website, um, higher positions in the search results, kind of just more visibility, I would say, is, is the main thing. So the subscription model, and then we have the transaction uh, element as well, too. So when a talent, um, whether you're on the free plan or the premium subscription, when you get hired, there's a 20, uh, 20% transaction fee. Uh, and so our business model is really based upon shared success. We're motivated 
um, financially and, and intrinsically to help that talent be successful. We want to ensure that they're paid, you know, the most, um, you know, that the client has in terms of their budget, uh, as well, because it, because it helps the talent, um, put food on their table. It also, um, you know, benefits the team at voices because we're generating the more they make, the more we make. And, uh, that client found a great voice for their project. So it's, uh, everybody wins, uh, in that situation. But yeah, those are the, those are the two main revenue streams, a uh, subscription that's also complemented with the, uh, uh, marketplace transactions. Makes sense. So most of us mm-hmm. have voices and I think most of us like the sound of our own voice. What, what is it that 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 makes a successful voiceover artist? Well, um, uh, I would say the first thing is actually a lot of uh, effort that goes into it. I think this can sometimes be um, the perception that oh, this this is it's the easiest you know freelance career. You're just reading for a living. <laughs> well, um, that's similar to like saying, well, it's really easy to be an actor. You just turn on the camera and record yourself. Uh, so the first thing we always advise is um, study with a coach, a voice coach. Um, they'll tell you how to read a script, but also interpret a script, right? Uh, how to, um, what we would say is kind of bring that script to life. You know, what is the meaning of the word? Who are the audience that we're actually even, you know, performing this for? Um, how to add what some would call musicality to reading. There's kind of kind of like a certain rhythm and cadence that can go with a, a script that's well-performed. And the best performed scripts sound like they're not being read, they're being performed. So I would say those are the artistic skills. In addition to that, let's call them the technical skills. Nowadays, you're recording from home. So you have your uh, recording software, uh, you have a microphone, and you have ideally some kind of soundproofed recording booth. It could be a closet. It could be some kind of vocal booth that you built out. Um, But that's really key. You're not really going into a recording studio in New York or Chicago. Clients are sending the request to you and are looking for a quick turnaround. And the last one would be that kind of client service, the kind of marketing skills. Um, So that's really the triple threat, the creative, the technical, and the kind of business skills. How do I communicate with clients? How do I price this certain project? How do I, uh, you know, you're a freelancer in business for yourself. I got to send out invoices and do collections and all the rest of it as well too. So um, being a great voice talent is in some ways being a great business person. That makes a lot of sense. You need to be easy to work with. You need to be prompt, obviously professional and deliver a great Mm -hmm. product and being able to manage the business and all that. Quick turnaround. I bet there's some folks that can get an email with the script and, and, make one cut and send it off. But is there a common oh, yeah. amount of time that it takes to turn something over? One, one hit wonders for sure. Um, I would say the when we first started, the expectation of like what was perceived to be fast was 24 hours. And that was like mind blowing to people. Um, nowadays, I would say definitely within the same business day. Uh, and so the talent have to balance their time between auditioning to win new, new work right? And keep that flow going uh, as well as when you get the job, recording that and delivering those finished files to the client. And obviously you want to do that quickly so they can rehire you. So that's um, the balance that needs to happen. I would say within a couple hours is often what we see. Usually a, a, a same day, depending on the length of the recording, of course, they range from as few as just a few words, 
you know, known as like a tag or kind of a, a short commercial through to some projects are tens of thousands of words, hundreds of thousands of words, whether it's recording entire textbooks or, um, you know, again, books, audiobooks would be a, a, a great example of that. So the, 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 on a per word basis, obviously the pays better kind of shorter commercial, uh, commercial work, uh, versus recording long, uh, audiobooks or e-learning programs. Um, but that's, uh, those are, those are the two, um, kind of ways that I think the talent needs to think about how they spend their time auditioning and then doing the work. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. As you look into the future and we see chat GPT disrupting industries or potentially disrupting industries, how do you see that just artificial intelligence, machine learning disrupting your work? Yeah, it's probably the hottest topic in the industry right now. Um, text to speech technologies where you type in text and it generates speech. They've been around for, you know, going on 20 years. The issue has been that it's sounded pretty laughable before. I mean, it was clearly very robotic, used predominantly for accessibility purposes, um, but not for, call it commercial or uh, purposes where you'd have it in an advertisement or try to create a character in animation or video, a video game. Nowadays, though, in the last, and I'm going to say, George, probably in the last 12 months, maybe less, it's gone from laughable to passable. I mean, it's convincing. Uh, we do these blind listening tests, if you will, where we don't tell you if it's a robot or if it's a human and people invariably get this wrong. Hmm. Um, and you know, sometimes it's like very short recordings. The longer you listen, you kind of hear a bit of an artifact, but it is definitely getting better all the time. So at the beginning of this year, we launched our a what we called our AI voice initiative, where first off, I went to the community of talent. I said, would you consider having your voice cloned? And a number of them came back and said, yes, actually we would. They saw the potential, they feel it's coming in the industry. So that they gave consent to work with us, produce recordings where we actually now have cloned voices of our top uh, uh, talent. There's 12 of them who have participated in this uh, particular program. And uh, the next one is making sure that they get credit because some of these text-to-speech or AI voice tools that are out there, you don't really know who it is that's being kind of compensated or getting credit behind the scenes. So uh, that's why we refer to it as a voice clone. You can work with John or David or, you know, um, Bailey or their natural voice, or you can work with their clone and vice versa. And there's lots of situations where maybe you just want to paste in a script and get a quick track back. And there's other times you're like, no, 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 this is, this is for the big commercial going on TV. I want to work with them and direct them and get some more kind of uh, create creative direction. So that's where we see it as these kind of um, complementing one another. Uh, and that is uh, actually launching um, this week is what we call our AI studio where clients would be able to, um, someone who wants to get a voiceover done can paste in a script, um, you know, uh, up to, you know, probably about 500 words, but paste it in and be able to get an instant playback, pick from a variety of voices and change things like pronunciation, the speed, um, as well as adding pauses, right? So it kind of adds a bit more of a, uh, humanity into that. So the talent that have chosen to be part of it, I think are really excited um, in speaking with them. They view the income potential. 
Uh, they can work when they're sick or on vacation or just otherwise unavailable. And there are certainly talent, um, I'll acknowledge, that view it as really a threat to their livelihood. Um, and like many of the technologies that I think have come and gone over the years, um, you know, I think there's they've been more of a force for good if we can learn how to uh, utilize these tools uh, to our advantage. So that's certainly my hope that talent who choose to kind of create a clone of their voice, it's actually almost like an assistant who's working alongside them and uh, creates new opportunities. Well said. Thank you, David. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they how can they get involved with Voices.com? Sure. Thanks, George. The best place to go is uh, the website voices.com. If you're an aspiring voice talent, um, there's all kinds of resources on there from podcasts to videos, signing up for free and creating a profile. And if you're a creative producer, uh, maybe you create videos of your own or uh, thinking about starting your own podcast, want a slick sounding intro, uh, you can hire any number of professional voice actors on voices.com. So that's the place to go. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show David your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to voices.com and join the community. If you are somebody who's always thought, you know, what'd be cool doing voice over work, this is your spot. And obviously, if you are a brand or somebody needing a professional voice or a silly voice, I'm sure you can find any kind of voice on the site that you could possibly imagine. Go to voices.com and find the solution that you are looking for. Thanks again, David. Awesome. Thanks, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.